Hello, hello. It's my volume up. Hello? I can't hear you. I can see you, but I can't hear you. Oh, God, my hair is awful. There's a clone. There's a second you. Yes. Technology's oh. gone too far. Yes. Blame the MacBook for that. Oh. So, how, how's it going today? Good. You? Ah, not, not too bad. This is actually the first time I've recorded a show of any kind in about a month. Oh, wow. Yeah. So are you ready to dive in off the ground? Do you have the album or? Uh, Give me a second, I will find it. It is in my shelf. <laughs> there it is, there it is. Whoops. Where is that from? Because there's no United States copy of that. Oh, this is a UK copy. Awesome. I have a CD that I burnt because out of print. Out of boy. Yeah. All right, De I'm gonna... Defeat the capitalist pigs one burnt CD at a time. Yes. Um, so I'm going to start the meeting. We'll talk a little bit about like the McCartney period. I'm going to tell you that I'm going to trash the album that came before this. Where's mom? And I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, children. It's all um, good. You don't like Flowers in the Dirt? My least favorite McCartney album. What? Yes. The hot, well, Russian album, then Flowers. Okay, yeah, the Russian album is not that great. Run Devil Run's a good album, though. That's a great record. Run Devil Run is a good record. It doesn't get talked about. It's just a better Russian album. Yeah. Alright, I'm gonna hit the play, I'm gonna say my bad puns, and we'll get into the news and then off the ground. I, I've done shows with Sam Wiles before, I'm, I'm used to bad puns. Okay. Yeah, true. That's fair enough. Oh, we're already recording, so I um, have to chop that bit off. So, hey, hey, hi, hi, hi. We're open tonight. Um, we're so glad to see you all here, and we hope you are not the only people here. Tonight, we are traveling to the ever-present past to revisit Off the Ground. Um, and I have my co-host with me today, Ethan Alexanian, the host of Fans on the Run and the co-host of When They Was Fab. See, you brought up the when they was fab thing, which is something people rarely mention. <laughs> Although that's kind of my fault because I, I realize in most of the shows I've I've uploaded since I've joined, I've only mentioned it like once or twice. <laughs> I the most it got, I think, I'm sorry, Ed and Lonnie, 
was a half-hearted edit onto Fans on the Run 50, <laughs> where it's, it's like, well, what, what's the swearing policy of this show, Hudson? Yeah, um, keep it, eh, you can, you're good. Okay, uh, I'm like, well, fuck it, let's just record something. <laughs> yeah, but, um, yeah, so how long have you been doing When They Was Fab, actually? I'm new to uh, that podcast, actually. I've only been officially on that show since January 1st, I think. But I, oh. I've kind of unofficially been doing it for about, I, I did it for about a month before. It's Lonnie, you know, had to take a leave. And so Ed just kept bringing me back as a guest co-host. And I, I think people started to catch on. It's like, I'm starting to think he's a little bit more than a guest co-host. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, you've done good. I think the one episode that I, I'm not sure if I've actually heard any episodes of you in it yet, but are you on a leave of absence as well as on Fans yeah. on the Run? Uh, I'm, I'm just taking a break because I, I burnt myself up. Yeah. So you're looking for changes. <laughs> that That is one way you could say it, Hudson. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I'm I'm trying to be uh, I'm trying to be cosmically conscious of my mental health. Oh, fair enough. Um, and I I owe it all to you for bringing me back into the podcasting <laughs> world. <laughs> all right. So let let's get off the ground here. So, off the ground. So 1993. So, were you impressed with Flowers in the Dirt? I I I, I dug most of it. I like it. Favorite track off of that album? Ah, uh, you know it's gonna it's gonna have to be a really really deep cut for me called "My Brave Face." Oh, I know that's that's I'm a great going, song. It, it's it may be my favorite Paul McCartney song. Speaking of that, favorite McCartney album? McCartney two. Least favorite McCartney album? Least favorite McCartney album? I ooh. I could be very controversial here and say Red Rose Speedway. Ooh. Andy Nichols might burn you on a pitchfork for saying that. Yeah, well, I'll burn Andy Nichols on a pitchfork for putting waterfalls so high on his McCartney <laughs> 2 list. Fair enough. Um, favorite John album? Favorite John album, Mind Games. Oh, good boy. Yeah, Have you heard on. this 2002 mix? No, but I, I know someone sent you that in the mail, yes, and I, I got very jealous. Cause I'm gonna, like, I'll email you the MP3s of this because the vocals are so upfront. Like, cause on the vinyl, it's really closed in. Yeah, but I'll send you the mix. Least how, favorite, how John you, Al. Actually, I want to ask you. See, I'm I'm trying to exercise my <laughs> yeah. question asking. Uh, how do you feel about the the new mixes on the? give me some truth of the mind game stuff because I'm, I'm not too big on it i thought they were pretty good but i prefer this i don't actually own give me some truth yet i'm waiting for the target to come in so i can get the colored vinyl because uh, i, I want to pay 60 dollars for it on amazon see I, I would do that too except the border's been closed <laughs> for about a year and so i can't really get down to target so that's why I always get really frustrated when I see what's his name, Tom Hunyadi, with the with the green with the green vinyl Woo McCartney three. I'm not venting. You said I'm angry. Yeah, I know. I agree with you. Um, 
so into off the ground so 93 this is like the last album where paul's really himself because it's the last one with linda you think about it because she gets sick two years later with her fully in health i i actually agree when i think of like his solo career i divide it in into two parts and off the ground is the last album i consider like you know old paul yeah this, is, I think, started the latter-day career renaissance. Everybody says it was Flowers. Um, as I, you heard, I don't agree with that. Um, oh, no, you don't like Flowers very much, do you? I think it's got some gems, but not overall. Ah, you know, there are there are worse things in the world. Yes. Like Press to Play. I'm getting to appreciate that album. See, you're 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 a little bit further ahead than me. Yeah, I don't own that on vinyl yet. That's not my. I haven't found a copy of that, unfortunately, yet. Don't 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 pay more than like ten dollars for it. Okay. I I didn't own a copy of Broad Street for like all these years because I refused to pay more than five dollars for that album, and then eventually I just broke down. <laughs> Uh, and I just bought it because, and I bought it for like $12 and I felt like a fraud and a hack. Yeah. And then I oh. found it like the, the the next day for like $8. It's like, oh man, I'm an idiot. Um, least favorite John album. This least is kind of easy, I think. Um, Life with the Lions. Not counting experimental from the eight. Okay. Uh, uh, rock and roll. Yeah, correct. Um, yeah, I'll give let you do two favorite George albums because you kind of have to go with one. Yeah, it the the go to answer and the correct answer is all things must pass. What's your second answer? Please do not say Gontrapo. <laughs> <laughs> you know what kid you're all right you're, you're pretty funny L- listen to me big boy ethan calling someone kid this is weird yeah. uh no not gone tropo no not gone tropo um you okay yeah um Ah, Wonderwall music. I've... Good, good. I, that's a good record. My it, fav- it gets favorite. unnecessarily trashed. It does. I mean, you can these, trash these, the other experimental the, one. These, uh, how, how do I put it, simpletons don't know how to appreciate it. Yes, I agree. Um, and least favorite George album. Ah, uh, I think you said it. Oh, Gontrapo? Good. Yeah. Somewhere in England is actually a pretty good record, if you actually think about it. it it's better than Gontrapo. Dark Horse, and I like Extra Texture quite a bit now. A- extra Texture, I, I almost considered saying that. It, it feels kind of, when I listen to it, it feels rushed for some reason. Yes. But I, I kind of like that, you know, rough and ready. 
Yeah, I agree. So, track one, off the ground. You didn't even ask me anything about Ringo. Oh, Ringo. Of course. We forgot Ringo. Favorite no, Ringo I album. do that, too. Uh, <laughs> good Night Vienna. Oh, good choice. Yeah. Least favorite Ringo album. Anything he's put out in the last 20 years. take take your pick it doesn't matter they're all the same album fair enough it's Um, i i can't tell them apart favorite wilberry's album uh (laughs) volume volume one i like volume one they're both so good i've i like volume three better it's a a two-way tie yeah I wish they toured. I mean, that would have been awesome. That would. Do you know what would have even been better? You know, because I, I know they didn't want to replace uh, Roy Orbison. If yeah. they had gotten Roger McGuinn in from the Birds. Yeah. One guy was going to sub in, but then he died. I think. Oh, okay. I can't remember who, but somebody died. R.I.P. whoever you are. <laughs> yes. So back to off the ground. Track one, off the ground. I think it's one of the highlights here. Um, it's silly. I get a little blushy when he says la 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 la. <laughs> um, but it's a great song, and that's a play for me. Oh, oh absolute play. It's uh, until I, I revisited this album, uh, you know, preparing for this, because I do prepare for things. This was my number one. Uh, you know, kind of ethereal, you know, kind of spacey. I like it. It's a yeah. certi- certified classic. I don't know why he doesn't play it live. And it wasn't on Paul is Live. No, and it wasn't. It was recorded, but it wasn't on there. And, you know, the only song off this album that's on Pierre McCartney is um, Wine Dark Open Sea, oddly. Why is not this? And there's nothing from Flowers and nothing from Driving Rain. On on Pierre McCartney. Nothing. Seriously? Seriously. I, I thought My Brave, My Brave Face isn't on there? Nope. What the hell? Yeah, I know. Is anything from Press to Play on there? Press is. Oh, you've got to be kidding me. Press is a great track, though. Yeah, but it's not better than My Brave Face. I know. But there was controversy around that time because the Flowers archive set was coming out and remember the whole digital download thing? I'm paying for the box. I want it it physical. Get over it. Yeah. Um, But very big highlight from the album for sure. Yeah. Track two. Actually, you know what? Uela Soleil should have been on Pierre McCartney. I like that song. Eh. I, I, I guess it's just the bilingual f- French in me with the cult Canadian thing. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Because I, I always hear these people say, oh, yeah, this uh, Paul McCartney song, like, <laughs> U.S. La Soil. <laughs> you sound like Tom. <laughs> I know. I had to explain. Hopefully Tom won't mind me saying this. He I had. No, but I, I had to explain to him once what the Commonwealth was. <laughs> he had heard the word, and he knew 
it was something. But I said, no, it's there's a, a collection of countries that are it's basically the damp corpse of the British Empire. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> Next chat. Uh, um, looking for changes. Um, I, it's a play for me. I don't 100% agree with the sentiment, but Paul singing these lyrics. This could have been a John Lennon song. Re- refresh me on the sentiments. Um, the animal rights. Uh, yes. Well, it tries to support animal rights, but like, if you're gonna, I think that if you have, which this I, may I be, don't get rid of them all. Oh, yeah. I, I well, kid. I kid. Like, I mean, I love meat, so I wouldn't survive without that. I'm not gonna lie. But I, I'm, it's I'm a Canadian. It's yeah. you're legally required to have bacon. Canadian bacon or regular bacon? Okay, so you've you've hit on a you've hit on a nerve here. Oh no! People think Canadian bacon. Okay, Canadian bacon. It, here we call it like back bacon or penile bacon. You know what? You know what kind of bacon we normally have? Bacon, <laughs> normal bacon. Okay. Oh my! It, it and people are like, oh, it's just ham. Canadian bacon is just ham. It's like, shut up, you fraud. Exactly. Um, so you can tell I haven't recorded a show in a month because I have all of these thoughts bubbling, and I just Ethan. <laughs> you know, you, you just might be onto something. Although I think I, I don't want to get a cease and desist letter from Mayo in the mail. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm not. Yeah, but one of the really rocking songs, like the protest, you don't see that from Paul a lot. You, you don't, except for what I think is probably one of the goofiest songs of all time, unintentionally, uh, Give Ireland Back to the Irish. Yeah. It's, it is one of, it, it's fun to listen to. It's just one of the most confused protest songs of all time, I think. I agree. Paul's like, hey, give Ireland back to the Irish. I, I, you know, I love Britain. I'm British. But you wouldn't like it if, you know, they did this to the British. Uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, tr- track three. This is easily, and that's a play. Was that a play for you? Oh, it was a play. Track three, Hope of Deliverance. This is the best song on the album, I'm going to say. Should have been a huge hit. Oh, I think Hope of Deliverance got to... I, I was checking the, the chart statistics. It got to number six here in Canada, I think. And it did really well. I think it might have been a number one hit in Spain. He did have some late career like chart successes in Spain, I saw. Yeah. Like, a, a couple number ones. Yeah, like, I'm gonna be honest. I actually like McCartney's latter-day career as much as I do Wings. Yeah. It's, he's had, like, the two best latter-day career successfulness, I would say, is Dylan and McCartney. I don't know if you're a Dylan fan, but I'm a big Bob Dylan person. I, I, I own most of the Bob Dylan discography, but I'm not a huge Dylan fan, except I am I'm a diehard 1965 Bob Dylan fan for that, the Bringing It All Back Home album. That's my favorite. 
oh, Blood on the Tracks. That's probably my favorite album outside of the Beatles. Up there with uh, Fleetwood Mac's Rumors and the self-titled. Yeah. But definitely a highlight. And I think that if it was released earlier in the decade, which it should have been a huge hit. See, it, it took a while for this track to grow on me because at first I was kind of off-put by the whole, you know, shuffle Latin rhythm thing. It's like, this is kind of weird for Paul. But yeah, it's it's grown on me. Yeah. I, I love it. Um, I know. I'm not sure if you saw the episode of Two Legs where they did off Remind the me again who, who that is. Uh, Tom Hanyadi. Hanyadi. <laughs> And Andy Nichols and Joe Mayo was on that episode. Um, and I, I wanted to be on that episode. I was so mad at Tom throughout that whole episode. He doesn't really like this song. He, he doesn't like Hope Deliverance. I'm going to have to call him and we're going to have to sort this out. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to have to. Yeah, I'll talk to you after the show about that. But I'll, I'll, he's gonna get an angry Facebook messenger video <laughs> call from <Yes>. me. <laughs> um, but definitely a highlight of his whole career, I think. I'll, I'll just say right up front, next song I will skip. Agreed. It, it weirds <laughs> me out. I don't like this song at all. I don't know if it's my. Li- I tolerate it in the sense of the album, and I'm glad that I'm not the only one because the whole McCartney McManus thing or Declan McManus or Elvis Costello, however you want to put his name, I'm not a fan of his stuff, really. Everybody said, except for My Brave Face, and I like the demos on Flowers in the Dirt, oddly. The, and the little cassette thing that came out of I all don't, the... I didn't own that. I'm going to I don't either. You, I've never been to Record Store Day. It's always on my mother's birthday weekend. See, I, I don't blame you. <laughs> I, I never did Record Store Day before either until, like, last year. Like, Where do you want Talk More Talk for that? I was on Talk More Talk exclusively for the fact that, for some reason, <laughs> the half-speed master McCartney got <laughs> to some parts of the world before the others, and those, you know silly americans wanted to point and gawk at someone who actually had it so it was basically to me just like for the for the because this is an audio show i i was yeah. just miming like i was vanna white me holding up a record see i just broke the illusion yeah um yeah, but, but I mean, getting on Talk More Talk with like Ken Michaels is like, and it would be to be with any of those people on a show, you're pretty lucky, I think. Yeah, well, I I wasn't I Ken Michaels wasn't there. He wasn't. No, it was it was just uh, Kit and Tom. What happened to Mayo? Mayo wasn't there. It was it it wasn't a full episode either. I, oh, I got it was a it, was a it was a bonus episode. Which did wonders for my ego. Ah. I, I'm still... I, I think I'm going on that show for proper. I, I don't know. They Someday. keep telling They keep telling me I am, but they don't say when. Yeah. Um, but yeah, th- this song... Uh, oh, God, I wrote down a, a bad pun. Uh, 
Like, I, I thought this was the Village Green Preservation Society because it was so kinky. <laughs> this this is like the one of my least favorite McCartney songs ever. There's two songs on here. The rest of them I absolutely love. And I'll give you a hint. It's the other McManus collaboration. Okay. See, I, I, I like that one more. I like this one slightly more, but it's a skip. Yeah, it's a skip for me too, which which pains me because, you know, I'm I'm a huge Paul fan and I'm a huge Elvis Costello fan. Uh, I, well, I love Elvis Costello and the attractions. Uh, I don't own any of their albums yet. Oh, well, I'll have to send you some MP3s. Okay. Um, but so next track, I owe it all to you. I've always adored this song. Yeah. I, I can't say it's the best, one of the best songs on the album, but it's a great song for sure. I I really like the guitar tone in this song. I it, agree. It, it kind of sounds like a like a sitar at some points. It I, does. I love anything with like an opening or like with a Mellotron in it. I, <laughs> I love it. So it, it's like an instant win. Not, nothing too much of note, but you know. It's it's not a bad song. Yeah. Definitely not like the best song, but it's beautiful. I mean, yeah. the, the vocals on this album throughout some of his best in his entire career. It it was kind of like what you said. It was the last thing where he sounded like himself and like vocal-wise too. Yeah. Cuz some of the stuff you could have said this was recorded in 1974 and I would have been like, "Okay." Like um the song When Winter Comes that was on McCartney 3. Oh, okay. um, that, that song blows. That sounds just... He, he could have recorded that in the 70s. Yeah. But, um, yeah, definitely. Great song. Yeah. So, next, I'm um, looking at my phone for the track listing. We have Peace in the Neighborhood, I believe. Oh, wait. Wait, did I, did I have the tracks the other way around? Oh, okay. The The next one I had was Biker Like an Icon. Oh, yeah. No, Biker Like an Icon. Okay. Uh, I wasn't sure because I know he, he does some screwy things with the track listings on different versions. And so I was, I was going off the track listing on the record. Yeah. I mean, did, did you pay top dollar for that, if you don't mind me asking? Define top dollar. That's More a, than a hundred bucks. No, I paid exactly a hundred dollars. <laughs> oh. Luck. That's pretty good. I think it goes for like seventy U.S. dollars, but well, that that's about a hundred Canadian dollars. I am not one to fork out that much for records. I, I Hudson, please stay that way. Okay. Don't, don't become a degenerate like me. I am like the original press. I'm an original pressing person for the most part except for like an album like Flaming Pie and whenever this gets an archive release, Paul. Well, you know what? I was so thrilled when Paul is Live got reissued. Yeah. Because that meant I didn't have to buy the expensive original. And I, I was only going to buy the the new Flaming Pie, but um, the aforementioned Andy Nichols sent me a Christmas present. Of it, he sent me a sealed copy of Flaming Pie, the original pressing. What? I don't know why he did that. 
that is so kind of him. How kind of him to think of you. Little pun there. That was really bad. I noticed. <laughs> I noticed there was a pun. Um, but, but now, now that I've said that out loud on your show, now I, I now I'll have to send you something for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. And Thank you. I'm a man of my word. I will do it. Wow, that's very kind of you. <laughs> but don't don't set your expectations too high. I'm not sending you flaming pie. I have the I got the remaster. That was actually like the first release that I went out to get. I was on vacation, but during the release, but I went to get it a week later because I live in a very rural part of Vermont. So the closest like real record store is an hour away. I've been to Vermont. Like you have? Vermont. Yes. Where did you go in Vermont, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, I'm going to feel like a jackass because I don't remember the city name. All I know is it was like right where the Ben and Jerry's factory is. Oh, that's Waterbury, maybe? Probably. I don't know. I'll Google it later. Um, but, you know, Vermont was lovely, though. Yeah. But bike, back to biker like an icon. That back was a, to biker like an icon. Ooh. Oh. I could take this or leave this. It's, it's an underrated track. Uh, <laughs> see, I, I'd have to disagree with you there. That This is a definite skip for me. It's it really cheesy. I, it is. The, the production really shows its age here with yeah. the gated reverb 80s drum <laughs> snare. It's like, come on, Paul. Yeah. Come on, man. Come on, people. <laughs> you beat me to it. I realized as that came out of my mouth, it's like, Ethan, you missed the prime opportunity for an actual off-the-ground pun. Yeah. Um, but I could... It's an okay track. Probably in the bottom of this album for me. Yeah. Pro um, probably for me too. Yeah. I, so, I'm not even counting like the B-sides and stuff because there's only like the, the Collected Works CD. Do you have that? Oh no. I, I'm not I'm not part of the 1%. That's so expensive to get though. I know. It's like I was, I was looking on Discogs and I was like, $70 for a double CD from 1993? Yeah. What? That's stupid. But it was only really, I think John Heaton might have it. I think he's shown it. If you're familiar with his channel. Probably. Yeah, I think he showed it. But back to Peace in the Neighborhood. Favorite McCartney protest peace song. People want peace, pipes of peace, or this. He he really he really wears his uh his activism on his sleeve there with the titles. Yeah. Like, man, talk about top shelf creativity. Uh wait, wait, was that a question? Yeah. Oh, pipes of peace. Oh, good, good. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I, I always, for some reason in my head, get that confused with the song Tug of War. Uh, except I like one, and I don't really like the other. Yeah. You don't like the title track, Tug of War? Not very much. I'm not Ooh. a big fan of Tug of War. Where do you rank that in his catalog? Um, 
better than some, worse than others. Um, so like fifteen twenty. It, it's weird to think he has that many albums. That you know, saying it's at fifteen or twenty means it's it's not a dead last. I I mean I like most of Paul's stuff. I even like Driving Rain. <gasps> Said the DR. <laughs> hey, oh, wait, careful there. I think I see Mayo. I, I think I see a sniper rifle. Red laser. <laughs> oh, yeah, take the shot. Take the shot. That was my impression of me, Mr. Mayo. Sorry. Um, you really haven't recorded a show in a long time. <laughs> yeah. Every time I try and do an impression of one of those guys, it always sounds like a character from The Sopranos. Like, hey, I'm a Tom Hunyadi. I'm a Andy Nichols. I'm a Mina Mr. Mayo. <laughs> and I, I feel comfortable saying this because I've said this to all of their faces. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm sorry I'm putting you in this position. Hudson. It's fine. This is fun. This This is fun for me, too. Yeah. Um, you are the first guest on the show that I don't know know in well, a sense. The the thing here is now now we do know know each other. Yes. I you. know, I know. <laughs> oh <laughs> pun for a very plug one, one step ahead. One day at a time. <laughs> We are really you know bad. how you know how I just said we were starting to be friends. Yeah. Yeah, I take that back. You know? Oh great. Oh I, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> but um back to so are you a player or a skip on Peace in the Neighborhood? Uh kind of sounds like a sitcom theme. It does. Like give giving me some full house vibes. Yeah. Like uh, what? Uh, it sounds like something you'd see at like a rerun on. What? What's the American Channel that's always on in the hotel? Nick Nick at night. Nickelodeon or some. Yeah, Nick at night. Terrible channel that I really don't like. Yeah. That that's the one. Uh, uh, I, I I like the do do I I like the do's the, I like the backing vocals. Stupid yeah. but endearing. Yeah. This I, I I'm gonna skip this one. I uh, love it. I, I have I no sentimental it. attachment to it. Yeah. Like this album I rank really high. Where do you rank this album in his canon? I, I rank it top ten. Good. Rank it top ten, probably top seven. Yeah. Like I think 15 of his albums are all like 10 out of 10 like i'm gonna be completely honest band on the run does not make the top 10 anymore what where, where <laughs> does red rose speedway fall for you middle of the road okay higher than band on the run or lower probably higher whoa where does back to the egg fall with you i really really like side one I don't care for side two very much. Oh, back to the eggs. This well, you got to talk to Lawrence Juber. I did. 
we're going to talk about that after the show because I kind of want to get him on here. Yeah. Oh, okay. That was a very poor wink. Yeah. I feel like I've lost control of my facial muscles. <laughs> That's not good. Oh. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. Yes, but good song. Um, so what's next the next song, show? Golden Earth Girl. This sounds like maybe I'm amazed or say you love me by Fleetwood Mac in the beginning. I, I did write specifically in my notes, maybe I'm amazed piano vibes. Warm and beautiful piano vibes as well. Sounds like 70s wings. I, I love the chorus lead guitar kind of sounds like the the part on My Brave Face. Like, da na 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 Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pleasantly dull, but on brand. Um, I... I play this song. This, is, this should have been on Pierre McCartney, I do think. There's a lot of things that should have been on Pierre McCartney. Yes, like um, Beautiful Night, Ever Present Past, House uh, of Wax. Well, I, I can tell you what shouldn't have been on there. The, the fucking frog song. <laughs> you and Joe Mayo on that song. I hate that song. I don't know why it got I well I know why it got reissued because so the hundredth anniversary of Rupert the Frog or Rupert the Bear, I, I got I got trashed for that, yeah. In like one of the first fans on the run, I think it may have even been the first. I called Rupert I called him Rupert the Frog and not Rupert the Bear, and someone left me a comment saying, "Um, actually, it's Rupert. Rupert's a bear, not a frog." Enter. I, I don't like that song either. Like, I can tolerate most of McCartney's work. God. And you, yeah. And the songs we were singing, I've never been big on that song. You see, I was, I was pleasantly surprised when I went back and listened to this. Uh, it, it's really melodically interesting. Yeah, the songs we were singing is yeah. this the way it opens Flaming Pie. And Flaming Pie is my favorite McCartney album. First really? or second. It's that Ram, Venus and Mars memory. See, I, I wouldn't rank new. I wouldn't rank Venus and Mars that high. But I, I would rank Ram that high. As long as you don't say talk about Magneto and containing a man with kiddo tools. I I like that. I like that song. Oh, that's the best song of the album. Yeah. What what is Kiddo Tool know? She she's only an author. Uh, she's I mean, only a, a published successful author. And I'm just a a dumb kid. <laughs> yeah, um but definitely a play for Golden Earth Girl. So now oh. we go on to is that a play for you or uh a... uh that's a play for uh yeah, that's a play for me. Um the lovers that never were. Skip next track. What? I like this. I like this song. <laughs> I don't. See, I. I it, it makes mistress and maid look like maybe I'm amazed. <laughs> oh come on, Hudson. 
see, at least mistress. <laughs> no, mistress and maid has no redeeming qualities of a song. This there's nice Hammond organ parts. It's melodically interesting. It's not like the best song on the record. Actually, no, it's closer to the top of this record for me. Ugh. I like it. All right. It, it, it's a play for me. Next track, Get Out of My Way. Top top three songs on this album with Off the Ground Popa Deliverance for me. Could go either way with this song. Play and repeat. Great running song. Play and repeat? Question mark. That is the Andy Nichols expression for I can never get tired of this. It's like I can with Off the Ground and mis- and Hope of Deliverance, not Mistress and Maid. We're, we're on the same page with Mistress and Maid, and that's all that matters. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what song were we talking about? Um, Get Out of My Way. Ah, uh, yeah, a bit of a step down for me. Yeah. It, it's another one of Paul's kind of like love affair with the 1950s rock and roll songs that it, it just kind of drags yeah it, it's that that seems to be a sad trait of paul's solo career it's he doesn't know when to end a song yeah is paul your favorite out of the four solo beatles um normally i would say like george but then i have to think about it there is more Paul albums than there are George albums. So that means there are more Paul albums that are, you know, good albums to me than there are George albums that are good albums to me. But George's catalog may be the most consistently good out of all of them. I like the only- What are you talking about? Ringo, Ringo's put out some, some consistent records over the last little while. Con- I like consistent. What's My Name. I'm not too familiar with all of Ringo's albums. Like, um, Give More Love, I've only heard a couple times. And I haven't heard the Liverpool 8 and Choose Love and Ringo Rama albums too much. Okay. They don't even have vinyl copies. And I'm strictly a vinyl person unless when it comes to things that don't exist on vinyl or you have to pay... A very high price like this album well you see what you, you could do here hudson this this is uh another option uh there are places that will press custom records for you so i'm not encouraging piracy but if the album doesn't exist on vinyl i see no moral dilemma okay fair enough it's like, okay, Ringo, if you don't want to put this on vinyl, I will. Ringo's album's like, there's no reissues for, like, any of them, though. Yeah. Well, well, Ringo got reissued. And then uh, Goodnight VN, I think, also got re- and And then, of course, all the ones that are, you know, under the other record company's umbrella, they, they've all been reissued. Yes. Like, all the, all the 70s late 70s crash um rotograph your is not that bad that's a good record it, it just gets progressively worse throughout the decade yeah um there there was more cocaine than common sense very true good point but um 
I definitely play Get Out of My Way. Track 11. One, did we already talk about Wine Dark Open Sea? You mentioned that I think you wanted to, or that this was a Pierre wait, McCartney song. Yeah. Yes. The only track from this album on Pierre McCartney, which makes me really mad. <laughs> um, because this, this is Paul's most underrated album, I think. Yes. Well, the fact that it's been out of print since, like, 1993. Yeah. Kind of cements an under... Well, well, I think it got reissued on CD, like, once. Yeah, in 1994. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, like, I think it got reissued under... I I don't even remember what the name of the record label is. Hear Music or something? I, I just call it Starbucks Records. Hear Music. Hear Music. It got reissued on that like once yeah i will show you an interesting thing that i did find from that label after the show but um so wine dark open sea play 10 out of 10 track uh it's it's, an underrated song i i'm i'm not crazy on it. it it sounds to me it reminds me a lot of the album london town good point yeah but the thing is, it, it, it that would be good if you liked London Town. I, I'm not super crazy about London Town. I think side one's perfect. S- side two, other than with a little luck. I, it, it's a little <laughs> too soft with the you know Rhodes piano. Yeah. Uh, it, I, I could go either way with this. It, it's nice because it captures that style so well that it's like, Okay, so wait, this isn't a song from 1978. Yeah. But still a great track, I think. Yeah. So now on to the net last track. Come on, people. Play. Hey, Jude of the 90s. But well, I absolutely I, I, love I would this not song. go that far. <laughs> um, it's It's kind of more of the same kind of boring but i it, it's not unappealing though like e- even in the most mediocre paul songs you can hear the good shine through like yeah. you can hear like what makes paul mccartney so good like with you gave me the answer which is not a favorite yeah Pro- but, but you can still hear what makes paul good i mean that screams when i'm 64 yeah but yeah, it's a, it, it's a play. Yeah. It's a play. And that, and that's got Cosmically Conscious, which just should have been a B-side. Cosmically Conscious, upon reflection of this album, even though it's kind of only a half bonus track. Yeah. It's my favorite song on the record. I'll, I'm just going to say it. Good. I'm glad you have something that, I just think it's weird on the end of Come On People. I love the song. It's a little weird in its placement, uh, but it's awesome. It's it is. It's delightfully weird. Yeah, and and that's coming from you know my my favorite McCartney albums, McCartney Two. I love that record. And I all I, the way through. I put Bogey music really high on my list <laughs> for those tracks. I like it when Paul is weird. Yeah, that's good. Like, Paul is live, Paul is weird. I want Paul is weird. That would be a good compilation. (laughs) 
Screw Kier McCartney. Listen to Twin Freaks. Oh, yeah. Or Strawberries, Oceans, Alarm Clocks, or whatever. The Rushes album I really love. Yeah. Speaking of that, do you own that on vinyl? The Rushes album? I I don't. The Fireman stuff is very expensive. I know. I I only got... I I have uh, electric arguments because I I got it at a record store. See, this is this is where I have luck sometimes. It's it's a really mediocre store. I'm not gonna say the name, but they still have records that like they got in like you 10, 15 years ago that never sold. So I I got it for like I I don't know if it's a good price forty bucks. Or, yeah. Oh, that's a great price. I don't know what the record goes for. I, I just paid over a hundred dollars US. Electric arguments? Yeah. Oh two thousand eight. Yeah, oh I got a deal then. Yeah. I think but... they may even still have a copy of Let It Be Naked for like fifty bucks. So Ooh. I may have to Ooh. I may have to go check that out. Yeah. They they did last time I was there and I, I couldn't but they're forking out $60. It's like, yeah, come on. I'm not paying that for a Beatle record. Come on. Come on, people. Come on, people. <laughs> um, but so with the songs that you skipped, which I skipped to, what would you swap out um, for the with the B-sides? See, the thing is, I didn't really like the B-sides very much. Really? I liked a few of them. Yeah, like I agree. I, I would swap out Mistress and Maid for, like, Big Boy's Bickering. That's what I was going to do. Yeah. Because I love Paul McCartney saying the F word. Isn't it's that weird. your, like, favorite word? It is. <laughs> Makes me cry. It's so beautiful. <laughs> See, I pay attention to fans on the run. Well, the thing is, that would be hard, very hard not to notice if you've listened to the show. <laughs> Sounds like working class hero, but extended in 50 yeah. different versions. <laughs> wait, is is that, wait, are you describing fans on the run? No. Oh. <laughs> I love fans on the run. That's my second, like, my favorite Beatles-centric podcast that's not solo. Okay, you said second there, and I was gonna. Uh, two legs is number one. It's got to be, isn't it? That and talk more talker tied. Yeah. I mean, the humor. Oh, I'm, I'm I'm glad to be number two. Yes. Then things we said today. Well, it, things we said today is like the ultimate Beatles podcast. Why? What about what about uh, when it was fat? When we was when they was, when fat. They was fat. I'm not <laughs> as familiar with. Is that the name with... of the show? I, yeah. I, oh God, that's <laughs> I, I said the wrong name. <laughs> um, I I'm just not familiar with the backlog of that show at yet. See, I, I'm not entirely incredibly familiar with it as well. I I, I enjoy the show. Ed Chen been, seems awesome. I because of the memory been, episode. They've been doing the, that show for like six years, and um, there, there's like three hundred episodes. Wow. <laughs> That's I, a lot. I, I have not listened to three hundred episodes. 
Yeah, but that's really awesome. But I would definitely just swap like the lovers that never were fits in the album, but big work, but mistress and maid does not. And maybe swap out uh peace in the neighborhood for like style style. Yeah. So that wraps up our show for on off the ground. So Ethan, do you want to plug anything? Oh, yeah, I, I'd like to plug uh, Fans on the Run. It's basically 50 different versions of like an extended uh, working class hero. It is not, but okay. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, one, of, one of the things I miss about Fans on the Run, and I've even been writing a list while I was, while I've been taking a break of like absurd statements to say at the start of the show because I've run out of them, but I'm starting to build up more. Ah. Uh, I, I just like making outlandish claims and then absolutely refusing to back any of them up. Yes. Is there, Are there any people that you might be having on the show that you want to reveal? Uh, no. Oh, except for you. Except for awesome. You, you, okay. you are going to be one of the, the first people back. Awesome. Well, I'm here anytime. I don't go anywhere. And okay, I'll okay. You know what? I'll I'll reveal a special surprise. I've I've been kind of holding this one close to the cards here. It's still in the state we were supposed to record this episode. Uh, unfortunately, our my guest got sick, and so oh, we no. have to you know record it in the future. I'll I'll just give this hint. This person appeared on a Beatles recording. Oh, on I, I'm not gonna elaborate any further than that. On like a Beatles record or a solo? On a Beatles record, on a recording by the Beatles. <laughs> okay. Spoiler alert: It's Paul McCartney. No. <laughs> no, I wish he probably listens to my show. Maybe oh, he does. Maybe he does. Maybe just so he can find the right opportunity to send me a cease and desist letter. Paul, when's Cold Cuts coming out? Paul, <laughs> Paul, when is Cold Cuts? When's out? my favorite Latter Day album by you getting reissued on vinyl? When are you gonna send Hudson some stuff in the mail? When am I gonna get all originals of the UK al Paul albums? That's what I want to know. When he's gonna send me all those? So that wraps up our sh show. And as I like to say, if you don't know where you're going, any road will take you there. I like that. <laughs>